What's up, you guys? So this episode is just a continuation of the last episode. Since our recording was really long and almost two hours long, I broke up the recording into small episodes. So this is just a continuation of the last episode. So hope you enjoy. No one can stop us now, blah, blah. Hello, you guys. I'm Danny. Hi, I'm Sarah. And this is Kimchi Slap. So, what, what do you think about SM? Personally, I think they're a terrible company. And I don't know. I just think they're uh, really unprofessional. They don't know how to manage their artists correctly, and they're evil. And they're evil. <laughs> oh, just by the way, just in the record, in case, so for us not to get maybe sued or anything, we're literally just talking just as a commentary. It's in our opinion. We're not saying that SM is really mean, even though we kind of do think they are the worst. <laughs> but it's just like in our, our opinion. So Yeah, it's yeah, like so they kind of cover evil, their right? tracks now. But if you were a fan back in the day, you know how bad they are. Because they've gotten better at hiding certain things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, like I was going to say, SM, personally, I love SM. I feel like they're one of the greatest companies in K-pop. They're because literally, they're the ones yeah. that created K-pop, quote unquote. Not really, but they're like the company that basically started it all. Of how they, they um train idols. Yeah, they started how the they formula. formed groups kind and their of, contracts. Uh, what was it? I think it's the Jackson Five formula or. Mm-hmm. What company was Jackson Five in? Whatever that one was. It was mm-hmm. ran by Barry so, Gordon. That's where they got their formula on how to train and create groups. Uh-huh. So, and I heard that back then, contracts were yeah. 10 years. Is that right? Slave 15 or contracts. 10 years? Yeah. So... I guess I can give like a little history about SM. Like so like SM, I know they do seven seven year contracts now, but back then they did have like long contracts and people did call it slave contracts. And I think there was there was an idol, I think it was Luhan. No, I might be wrong. I I think there was an idol that um, sued SM for having long contracts. Uh, I don't know if you was it? That. Was he in Super you know Junior? I mean? Oh wait, yes, he was in Super Junior. It was the little chubby guy. Yeah, I think he I was in Super Junior. Was he a Chinese member? I think he may have been a Chinese member. Oh. 
Oh yeah, he might have been. And they be I think so. I don't remember his name. Oh my god, I'm really bad with names. I'm really bad with names, remembering names. <laughs> hmm. I honestly don't remember. But yeah, like anyways, he got he sued SM because of the slave contracts. And yeah, I SM like I really like them because they their music, they really their music is more western than K-pop. They are very western influenced even though they do create K-pop songs like it's not really K-pop. Like compared to to JYP and Y and YG Entertainment, mm. JYP and YG, I feel like they have a more K-pop sound. Yeah, they but have. But I feel like more they uh, pull from a ton of genres, and they experiment a lot. I found the dude. His name's Han mm-hmm, Kung. I said that completely wrong. <laughs> it's okay. I yeah, can't pronounce the contract Asian names neither. Thirteen so. years, starting from the release of their first album. Oh, so Super uh, Junior debuted six. in two thousand five, I think. <laughs> two thousand six. I was close. Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of, <laughs> wow, look at me being a fake fan and not knowing the date. <laughs> but yeah, so it was 2006, and they were known as Super mm, Junior I 5, right? Know. I was listening to J-pop by that time. Yeah, same. During that time, I was, like, very into J-pop. I think it was into, like, Late 2009, when I got into yeah, K-pop. I got in like 2008. <laughs> what was your? Oh, I think you we already talked about when what was our first song. But yeah, like for SM, I think the first group I listened from SM Make was Girls Generation. I always have to say that when someone says Girls Generation. <laughs> oh yeah from their song <laughs> girls generation make you feel the heat <laughs> yeah and then I liked Shiny yes, and Shiny, Shiny was like literally my, my ultimate, ultimate group yes mm-hmm. Back back when I liked Shiny, I was like, "Wow, Super Junior sucks." Shiny is the best yeah, group in the, the world. The first group I ever listened to was TVXQ. The first artist was Boa, but I didn't know she was a part of that, and I didn't even know she was a Korean artist because I was listening to her J-pop music. Yes, because Boa, I got introduced to her. Because of J-pop, not because of K-pop. So whenever I heard her, I, I knew that she was like a Korean singer and she had K-pop songs. <laughs> I was like, what? 
I thought she was Japanese and she made J-pop. The story <laughs> behind why she was doing J-pop is really interesting. But yeah. I was reading on it. I was like, wow. <laughs> well, it was because uh, I think wow, she released me about one it. song and every, people in Korea thought it was too provocative. So they kind of started to bash her. And she was talking about women's liberation. I think it was Girls on Top. When she released that, and you know they weren't really ready for a, oh, okay. a woman to say she was in charge or something like that, so she went back to Japan because they liked her, and she promoted oh. there for a while. I have noticed that Koreans are very conservative about like girls showing themselves as being powerful or maybe showing their like some skin yeah and literally japan is like very open <laughs> <laughs> like extremely open they sexualize a lot <laughs> yeah i heard they had which is a good thing and a bad Tokyo thing too <laughs> where everywhere is just yaoi and hentai everywhere on buses, billboards. I'm like, oh my god. Okay. Oh my I god. I know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's already in my planner. I know where I'm going. Oh my god. You know, I was sad because yeah. I was, because you know how they canceled the Olympics this year? I really? was kind of sad because I was actually planning on going to Japan. And I'm sad that I'm not going. Yes. Going. She was going to see one of these singers. And she had bought everything. Tickets, merchandise. And all her plans just got shut down. I was like, aw. Ugh. Yeah, I was I was planning on it. I hadn't bought anything yet, but I was planning. But <laughs> at least I got moved to next year, so I still have time yeah, to save more money. <laughs> but yeah. Mm-hmm. So going back with SM, we got off track. <laughs> but yeah, like who well, else well, what, you, what else do you want to talk article, about they were saying he was saying that uh he didn't get a year and like he didn't get a uh, time off in like two years since he debuted and it'd be a rarity for them to get a rest day they'd maybe get one day to rest and then they just work for like five years straight Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't notice. I did know that SM back then. Well, they still do, I think, with their artists, where like their artists are like I feel like three years and lower. Like if they've been if they've been idols for three years, like between those three years, they normally do not get any vacation. Now. Yeah, that's what I remember. I thought it was crazy about. how they don't let them go home for holidays like christmas and i think it's what is it chukso 
Chukso or something like that. Their version of Thanksgiving. They don't get to go home for that. I'm like, dang. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is crazy, which is, and it's also weird because, damn, you have to spend all those holidays with, like, your manager, which is kind of weird. But I feel like, I guess since they hang out with their manager, it won't be weird. But I feel like it's still weird because you're not with, like, you know, the holidays are usually yeah. spent with family members. Like, in Girls' Generation, so, in their dorm, they said they banned the word mom. Because, you know, they never got to see their mom or their family and stuff like that. I was like, wow. <laughs> that is not true. You can't tell me that is not. Yes, that is not the true. word mom. No, Please don't tell me that's not true. Well, the girls did. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought it was like their manager. It's like no mom. Their manager, for you. like <laughs> sit down. <laughs> I thought that, like the manager made it like a uh, uh, like a little rule that he was gonna maybe shock them with like a little shotgun or something. <laughs> if they say the word, that would be so horrible. But managers themselves are like terrible. But yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, now that we're talking about managers. I don't know if you've seen videos of NCT like doing live videos and their oh, manager yeah. telling them not yes. to do something. Like they're very controlling. <laughs> Yeah, especially with the younger, like, idols. But, yeah, I remember seeing, like, a video where, uh, I don't remember who was it. It was one of the guys from NCT Dream where he was talking about, like, a certain member not promoting with them. And then, like, literally, you can see them, like, you can see their happy faces change into a serious face because I feel like their manager was telling them not to talk about it. And I'm like, damn. I know. Managers are what really I've in control about managers of their lives. Is that uh, whatever the company tells them, they have to enforce it. Or like the head boss in charge gets down on them. So like, they're kind of under a lot of stress. But I'm like, that still don't give you a reason to be all rude. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw Red Velvet's uh, no. Instagram story today, but did you see it? Okay, so they posted a picture of mm-hmm. Wendy. And you know, Wendy yeah, has been gone face. for a while, right? So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that's the latest if that's a new picture or something but i want to see the picture it's mm-hmm. it's like another it's in another instagram page and i want to see the picture and she looks normal and everything but if you zoom in you can kind of notice like a scar mm-hmm. like a black scar 
around near her lip area going like it starts off like from the tip of her nose well not the very tip of her nose but like under the tip of her nose to the to her towards her right side cheek so you can see kind of like a painted black scar I'm not sure if it's a shadow, but I don't think it's a shadow. And I zoom in, try to make sure, but it and it definitely looks like a scar. So like, I wonder if that was like, like part of her injury. Of course, I, I if it is, if that is a scar, of course I think it will be part of her injuries because of the fall. But like, oh my god, how would that? I wonder how people. Are gonna react to Wendy's injuries because you know netizens are very, very picky about things. So imagine what they're gonna say. I just looked at the photo. She's holding like up. A, she's holding up something, right? Yeah, her face mm-hmm. looks yes. kind of different. Yeah. Right? It also looks like they're making her work. Right? It looks she's kind still of sort of injured. <laughs> but I mean, I think they said I think they said that she's doing fine. Like she's not in pain or anything, but like mm-hmm. I wonder if she can That's walk. I wonder. Because they always show her sitting down. Well, they don't they don't always show her sitting down, but I mean like she's sitting down and literally that's been the only type of picture we have seen of her. And I wonder if she's I okay do too if she because can walk. I wonder when a lot I saw of them <laughs> crying on stage, I was like, something worse happened to her. Cause they wouldn't be acting like that. If something really bad didn't happen, because they were trying to say that the that it wasn't that bad, but I'm like the way they look when they got mm-hmm. that award. I'm like they look like they were just heartbroken up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, did you see yeah, the you picture? Did he zoom in? Right? You can see like a black line, right? And I'm pretty sure it's not a shadow. I'm pretty sure it's not a shadow. Yeah. Because there's nothing that like like can create a shadow like around that area. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if she has like... And also you notice she's wearing like... Well, it's kind of cold in Korea bet, but you see her with long sleeves, like baggy baggy um clothing. So I wonder if she's also has injuries in her arms. I don't know. I wonder so much about her because you know I'm a red velvet stan. But yeah. <laughs> I wonder what's the future of red velvet after this. Because 
literally Red Velvet's future is like it's very like undetermined right now because of Wendy's injuries and I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Because you know if her injuries were really like if her injuries were bad like really bad that she can make maybe she can't dance anymore or maybe she can't walk well I, I bet she can't walk but I'm saying like you know when you get like injuries like because they said she got injuries in her pelvic area and all that so I wonder if that's gonna impede her from dancing because you know injuries like that can kind of like not heal quick yeah, enough sometimes for you when to you dance. Get those injuries, Maybe to walk, but not to same. dance. Like you can never kind of do those moves. I sort of thought that uh, Irene yeah. had gotten injured, but no one knew about it because I noticed that her dancing became more stiff. Like maybe she had hurt her back or something. Which I thought was weird. That knows when she first debuted, mm-hmm. she was sort of loose and all uh, flexible and stuff. But yeah. now it's like she's kind of stiff. Yeah, and yeah, I wonder so much about Wendy. I wonder how she's gonna do. Uh, knowing SM, they're probably going to make Red Velvet have a comeback this summer because you know Red Velvet are summer queens. <laughs> so they probably are going to make Red Velvet do a comeback. But I wonder if they're going to make a comeback with Wendy. And I wonder if, if they make a comeback with Wendy will they have her dance or will they have oh, her yeah. sit down and just sing? That could happen but Mm. It'd probably make people worry more if she was sitting down. Yeah. And at Yeah. Uh-huh. So like I you I don't know if you noticed, but like have you noticed Wendy like they're making Wendy work, which is kinda effed up for SM. Yeah. <laughs> making her work right now. But like but, like, have you noticed they're making her work as, like, voice acting or, like, in the radio or something? And I feel like that's, like, kind of suspicious because they're hiding her from TV. Yeah, because it's, they're like, hiding they can her touch from, up like, photos, but they can't her in really the touch up video like that. Yeah, so... I don't know. I'm, I'm really scared. <laughs> I'm really scared for Wendy. I'm really scared for Red Velvet's future. Yeah, that's sort and, of like yeah. what happened with Shiny back in 2013. <laughs> Jung Hyun got into like a, a huge crash and then he broke his nose. And then. Yeah. And then within almost oh, true. two weeks. Of having his nose surgery and stuff, they put him out there, and he was dancing with Shiny. I was like, oh, "Really?" <laughs> <laughs> well, he is a super like, god, really so it I'm makes like, sense he can quickly. 
but they might do what they did with that uh Lizzie from after school. But yeah. She had broken her leg and she wasn't dancing in the video, but she just had her little parts with her face in it. True, they might do that. I know they'll capitalize. No, when you send them, they'll do like, anything. They're gonna get sympathy. to get some money. <laughs> that means they're gonna make more money. Let's put them out. Exactly. Well, kind of, which is sad, but yeah, damn, that I is like so true. SM think will do they something. They did like that, that with Shiny after Jungkook. <laughs> Yeah, I think they did do that because, well, I kind of noticed that even though they low-key capitalized on his death, I feel like people were not, I feel like people lost yeah, interest in Shiny. because almost every person that's like really, really like Shiny, they say, I can't listen to the music anymore. Because, you know, I think about Jung Hyun and I don't want to be sad, you know, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Shiny might probably not make a comeback as a group. I don't think they will because I feel like it's too hard to have a comeback now. Like, I, I, know, I know it was fine for them to have a comeback after, like, Duncan's death because they were able to put, like, mm-hmm. like a shadow or, like, a microphone to symbolize Duncan there. But I feel like if they keep doing that in every single comeback, like, that's kind of, like, low-key profiting, profiting from someone's death. So I feel like... Shiny is kind of not the same anymore. They probably yeah. promote as soloists, okay. but I don't, I don't think they'll promote as a think group they anymore. want to promote as I don't a group know. What do you think? <laughs> That's what I think. I think they like being together, but I feel as though yeah. that if it's not one of them, it's none of them. Like They sort of don't want to be in the group without him almost. Mm-hmm. True, which is sad for Shiny because I really liked Shiny. There was so much potential. Well, there, well, they had so much potential, but sadly, like things happen. And yeah, it changes oh, the like course of everything. Like, but yeah. Okay, what but were you yeah, saying? Um, so, <laughs> so, did you hear about SM? Oh, yes, I heard planning that. Planning on debuting a new girl group? Uh, this year? I don't know. If this virus keeps getting crazy, Do you think it, will happen it might not happen. But I think they might do it. 
seen well their plans were to debut it debut the girl the girl group this year but I feel like they won't because all of this happened if they do I feel like they probably will do it in August because they usually like debuting girl groups late summer early fall I don't know why they always do that but they usually do that they did that with well, they didn't do that with Girls' Generation, honestly. Wait, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Girls' Generation de- debuted. They debuted in uh, in the summer, right? I think they did. Yeah, I think so. And Red Velvet also, so they probably will do the same thing with this girl group. But what do you think? What do you think the new girl group will be for us? Mm. What do you? What do you imagine? I think it's going to be nine girls and it's going to be mixed with, because what I noticed about SM is they take each group and they put concepts from every group they've ever had and they place it into this one group to make it bigger and better. So I think it's going to be a mix of FX, Red Velvet, Girls' Generation, and all their girl groups put together. And they're gonna try and make some sort of super group. Yeah, I feel like I feel like SM's new girl group is going to try to be a lot like Girls Generation, mm-hmm. because you know how we have a lot of nostalgia nowadays. So I feel like SM is gonna cash in in some nostalgia and try to make their new girl group into like the newest. The new SNSD, the new girls' generation. Yeah. I'm thinking that some of those girls that were in this one Red Velvet video are members of the group. It was one Red Velvet video. It was a remake of a song, and they were all in a class sitting down, singing something. Oh, yeah. Yes, it was for the station, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there probably are those. The ones pole dancing <laughs> in the back of the school. <laughs> I was like, those have got to be oh trainees. And the girl that was in Tenmin's video. I think that was a train. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do feel like they'll probably, like you said, there'll probably be a mix of SNSD and FX and Red Velvet. But I feel like they'll probably most likely lean towards SN- SNSD because, you know, Red Velvet, it's kind of, I feel like they're still going to be around and they'll still be promoting because Red Velvet is like literally what's keeping SM alive. NCT and Red Velvet are the things keeping SM alive right now. Yeah. And they probably don't want to ruin or steal Red Velvet's concepts or like way their music structure so they'll probably just go back to SNSD's music structure and just stay on that I also have a feeling like they'll probably want to do a AKB48 type of girl group because that's what they did with NCT and I feel like they're going to try to do that with the girl group now I feel like they sort of failed on that concept with NCT. 
I don't think they knew what they were getting into. Yeah. Because for like NCT, I feel like they're their idea was kind of to be like the boy version of AKB48, but they kind of stopped going with the idea and just decided to create subunits yeah. and just move idols from one subunit to the other one. And honestly, you don't even know which member is which part of what subunit because they're basically all moving around. Almost every single year. I know. They should have just did it like, what is that group called? XL Tribe? Exile Tribe? Exile Tribe is the greatest J-pop group in yes. history. <laughs> I feel like they completely stole their whole concept. And... Oh, yes. Now that you're talking about that. Yes, I feel like the entity did try to do that Exile Tribe type of group. Yeah, I think they tried that and then it just, it didn't work. Because they have Wavy, Mm. but I think Wavy is like the cover group so they can promote in China. Yeah, so I heard, so like, what do you think about Wavy? Like, do you think it is, it is an NCT group or it's its own group by itself? What do you think? Mm, it's like, at first I thought it was an NCT group, but they keep saying that they have to be called Wavy because this is the only way that they can promote in China is if they're not attached to any kind of Korean agency or something like that. So I think they're trying to make it separate, oh. but it is kind of NCT. Okay. So, like, yeah, I kind of, like, when I first, I always think Wavy is part of NTT, especially because you have NTT members there. (laughs) But, yeah, like, you know, like, there's something about SM always, like, failing with their Chinese groups. Yeah. And I feel like that time they tried to split their Chinese group with from their Korean group to try to become a little bit more popular in China. And I feel like Wavy is slowly doing that. But yeah, I feel like SM really sucks us promo- at promoting their Chinese groups. That happened with SM. I mean, that happened with Super Junior M. That happened with XOM. Like, those groups were amazing. Even though they just covered songs from their Korean version, but they were amazing. And they honestly didn't... They basically quit on them. Yeah. It's just... Well, so many of the members left. Is that true? Yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. <laughs> and, you know, mainly because, you know, they treat the Chinese trainees pretty badly. Especially in Korea. Like. Yeah, I don't know why that is. I know. I'm like, what's wrong with y'all? I'm like, y'all over there taking their money. And you're going to treat them badly? 
I was like, that don't make any sense. Yeah, that's why I was I was gonna tell you like, that's why. Uh, oh, the ones you know how like many members from NCT Dream, they're Chinese, yeah. they're they're Chinese, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, the earlier when I was talking about you about the managers saying do not talk about this certain mm-hmm. member or whatever, that member like the manager didn't want them to talk about was a Chinese member because I heard there's rumors that. Well, that member is part of Wavy, and there's kind, there, kind of, there's kind of problems between the manager and the idol because I don't know what's going on, but apparently the idol feels like, I guess he the he's like Hicho. I think that's the one that left, right? No, not Hicho. The one from Super. Super Junior. The one oh, yeah. Left. His name is Han... Han Kyung. Han, Han Kyung. Han Kyung, yeah. I think he's... That the Chinese member is also having the same problems as Han Kyung. That they're probably... I think NCT or Wavy is not getting enough, like, time off. Or they're... Or he's just stressed about being an idol. Mm-hmm. And he's... That's why, like... Uh, he's having problems of being part of Wavy or having problems with the manager. And that's why, like, the manager was like, don't talk about it, don't talk about it, don't talk about it. And I feel like that that's what they do with all of their Chinese members. Like, they kind of, like, they don't treat them equally as their Korean. That members. is so true. Like, with EXO, when they had their mama performance, it was Lei and Kai. So... Lei didn't get a dressing room, but Kai got a dressing room. Lei literally had to change his clothes in their um in their van. Oh my god. <laughs> and I was like, wow. And they said they were treating him real badly back there. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened with Henry from Super Junior. Remember how Henry, he was only in Super M, but he he did do his debut as a soloist, but I feel like SM didn't do enough to promote him because he was such a great artist. He was, a, he was such a great soloist, but they honestly quit on him. Yeah, and he was a good producer, songwriter, and they basically just threw him to the wolves. Yep, basically. <laughs> uh, which is sucks. So now this is the reasons why SM is a bad <laughs> company. <laughs> and why people don't really like SM. But personally I do think SM like music wise, like they're one of the greatest companies out there. Uh I also stand basically every single group they've put out. All of their groups have succeeded in some type, some type of way. Many, most, most of them haven't succeeded, like, mostly more than others, but all of their groups have been successful. I feel like SM does not have flop groups. All of their groups are incredible. And, yeah, but other than that, SM has the dark secret. 
has a dark history. Yeah. But what I will say about SM that I actually like is that if you're in the company and you stay with the company, you're going to work in some sort of way. It may not be putting out a single. They may have you being, uh, well, uh, being a vocal coach. They may have you uh, recording reference. I can't speak today. Reference tracks or something like that. So if you're there, they're going to make you sure you have a job for life, but that may not be a job you want sometimes. Yeah, true. True. Because, like, I've noticed that even, even though Super Junior members, for example, Super Junior members are not getting promoted right now as much they're still getting solo debuts they're on mm-hmm. tv they're still out there in the media some some in some way they're still getting paid in some way and i feel like sm it's good at doing that because since they're a huge company they're literally like part of the korean economy so they are like literally the basically half in charge of Korea, <laughs> so they can do basically everything. But yeah, they have like the the power for their idols to do whatever they want, but not what, but not really because SM does control their lives as long as they're part of SM. But SM does give them a lot of opportunity to to try different things even though if they don't like it they'll still be part of the media they'll still be making money they'll still be making a career in some type of way yeah like that's something i do like about them they don't act like how jyp treats their groups like they're just doing nothing and they're not making money doing nothing they at least have them doing something mm-hmm. out there. True. Except for except for Amber, true, I think true. she said she had to struggle a bit. Oh yeah, actually, yeah, Amber did put out a statement. I remember when she left FX and she left SM. She put out a statement saying that. Well, not. I think that actually it was before leaving SM. She put out a statement saying that. She had worked so hard. She have, she has fought a lot to... She didn't specify with who, but she has fought a lot to make things happen, but she's always get pushed down. She doesn't get an, given an opportunity to do stuff. Yeah. Today. Yeah, I think it's because she didn't sell well. So then they're like, oh, you get nothing anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. As uh, Amber had, I loved Amber. She was the only reason I honestly liked FX. I feel like she was like the main girl of the yeah. group. Even though I, I did like every single one of them. I every single member in the group, but I feel like Amber attracted me because she was like the tomboy of the group, and that was kind of weird seeing her there, but. She made the group interesting, even though when I first 
got into effect, I was like, is that a boy? <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, it was something different about it. <laughs> yeah, she reminded me of like Sporty Spice. I was like, oh my god, Sporty Spice. Oh, yes. <laughs> Again. But yeah. So yeah, that was good talking about SM and about the rest of K-pop. So I think I'll put, uh, I'll, I'll cut all of this into like mm-hmm. different episodes to put out throughout the week, and I guess we can record next week and we can keep Ooh, on. Recording. We should do an episode. And I, we should do an episode on YG Entertainment. I think that would be cool. Yes, like I feel the that's that's why I was <laughs> going to tell you that since we did SM today, we can do like other companies like SM, MLD Land, which I kind of want to talk about MLD Entertainment because there's a lot of tea there. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, I, w- I do want to keep talking about you know companies and how their dark sides and. I guess how they can improve themselves some way. So yeah. yeah, we can do that. Yeah, so I guess this will be the end. We'll be putting out. I'll. I'll be. Uh, I think I will be cutting this whole recording into different little episodes. So I guess listeners don't have to <laughs> listen to us a lot <laughs> in one sitting. Okay, that sounds good. But yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, our listeners, we have listeners from Australia, Saudi Arabia, here in the U.S. Oh my gosh. Korea. Hey, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah. yeah, from those four countries, we have listeners. So we're kind of popular. <laughs> we're not super popular, but I mean, we're, we're getting listeners. Uh, I think we got throughout these we didn't get many we didn't get over 100 listeners but you know we got well, more than 10 <laughs> more than 20 listeners and more hey, than 30 listeners so <laughs> someone listened <laughs> yeah someone listened we're not we're not in the void <laughs> from the world we're not complete flops <laughs> but yeah, we're not complete bots, and we hopefully we get through a lot of people. But yeah, if whoever's listening to this, you can share this with your friends. Tell us if they like K-pop tea. We spill the real tea here. We don't we don't put flowers over it. We don't try to cover things up. We'll tell say our own opinion. But you know, we in general we do like all K-pop groups. We all like K-pop. Even though we can't, we can't say that we like every single song, right? We all have our likes and dislikes about. Yeah, so, yeah. I feel like every stand of a group can't love every single song. Like I can point out when the song is just bad. Yeah, true. Because I hate it when people just. Yeah, I hate it when people just uh-huh. they're liking the song and the song's obviously trash. And I'm like, you know you don't like that song. 
Mm-hmm. Except Red Velvet. <laughs> I do like every single song from Red Velvet. So, Sarah, you need to be quiet because I do like Red Velvet. <laughs> but, yeah, there, there will be songs that I do, like, I honestly do I do like, but the editor do not like in an extreme way. But, yeah, like, you know, there's there are K-pop idols that do... There are great idols, but I honestly, there's songs that I do not like at all. But yeah, yeah, you guys, like whoever's listening, yeah, we we spill the real tea here, and hopefully you get entertained. Um, stay yes. safe during this epidemic. We're gonna get through this. Hopefully, we made y'all a little bit happy. We made you a little laugh a little, and we made you um. Leave yeah. the world for a second. And just <laughs> yeah, forget about all these dark times. And don't l- look at too much on the internet. Because when mm-hmm. I was looking at too much on the internet, I was freaked out. I thought soldiers were coming to our neighborhoods. It's going to have guns pointing at us. That's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> were you watching the movie <laughs> Pandemic? <laughs> yeah, Moose. Yeah, because <laughs> that's literally what happened. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like everyone is gonna be. It's gonna be cool. I'm hoping that we do get to go outside sometime this year. Honestly, I don't think we're going outside until at least October or November. Yeah, I do think all of this will be gone. Well, I personally think that. All of this will be done. Well, cases are going to go down by June. But after that, I think we probably will go outside, but we will have to wear masks while we're outside. It'll be a new world. Yeah, basically. Until next year, I, I think all of this will honestly be done by next year because next year, like, Apparently, a vaccine will be out. So, I think all of this will be done probably next year, which is scary to think about that. But, you know, it's <laughs> a new world. Into there. the new world. <laughs> yeah. As, as soon as the, the new world, <laughs> it's a new that world. Have on? <laughs> <laughs> <And>, uh, 2021. <laughs> 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 basically <laughs> um, but yeah this was fun thank you Sarah for doing a podcast with me yeah <laughs> I'll probably I'll, I'll probably bring a friend into the podcast maybe from now on from like from uh, a little I can't speak I'll probably bring a friend that likes K-pop uh a few times she's very a bts stan so if, whenever we have to talk about bts i'll bring her in because she knows all of it about bts okay and adia how is adia doing i haven't talked to adia in a long <laughs> long in many years basically. she's doing good she's been getting around she's been sending me a lot of stuff about uh the epidemic like she's been sending me all the conspiracy videos yeah she's been freaking me out but she's okay 
Oh, that's good. You should tell her that she should be part of the of the podcast one day. She can <laughs> spill some tea with okay. us, you know. <laughs> okay. Or whoever you want to bring in to the podcast, you can, of course. Whoever has a lot of knowledge about K- well, not a lot of knowledge, but I guess if they send a group, we can talk about a group, a specific group, one day, and just talk about that group. What we think about that group, and yeah, I don't know what else to talk about. <laughs> we'll make plans. <laughs> yes, we'll definitely do that. Yeah. So yeah, whoever's listening, thanks for listening, and this was really fun. And like we said, we hope we made you laugh, happy, all of those happy and positive emotions. And yeah, thanks for you guys for listening. Follow the podcast wherever you're listening to this. Spotify, Apple, uh, I think it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all of that good stuff. I probably will put this video on, I mean, this podcast on YouTube, and I'll probably send it to you too, Sarah, so you can put it on the Toki channel. Okay, I'll do that. Channel. Yeah, I'll send it to you uh, as soon as I <laughs> have it ready, <laughs> because that's probably going to take a long time for me, because I'm very slow at things. But yeah, you guys, wherever you listen to us, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you, I guess, next week. Well, if you're listening to this, you probably are going to have little mini episodes that we're recording on the same day, but they'll be spread out throughout the week. And we'll be recording next week, and you'll listen to those episodes later on. But yeah, thanks guys for watching. (laughs) I was going to say watching. I'm not a YouTuber. (laughs) It's good for listening. <laughs> thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks and for li- Sarah, listening. Remember to follow uh Kuvi Entertainment on all of his social media websites and Toki Star on all their social media mm-hmm. websites. And Kimchi's Lab. Yeah, you <laughs> Yeah, and Kimchi's Lab. We have we have an Instagram. <laughs> but yeah, like Y'all should follow Tokistar because she does have all the latest news, all the latest tea. Kubi, which I control, I'm kind of late to the game always. So Tokistar is really <laughs> the place to go. Kubi is the second place to go. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for listening. And yet, uh, Sarah, like you said, um, follow us where you- on Kubi, Tokistar, and Kimchi slap and see you next time. Bye.